0: Hi everyone, it is Tisa and Katie with Hearts, Hooves, Turquoise and Trauma. And we are here on an August afternoon, end of August, with a professional team roper from Sturgis, South Dakota, Mr. J.B. Lord. He is going to tell us a little bit about his story and his journey with horses and um, touch on what they've done with his life. I did fail to mention he has been rodeoing since, well, he went to his first circuit finals in 1989, is that correct, JB? Yeah,
1: and, and we my first rodeo in 1974.
0: First rodeo in 1974, first Badlands Circuit Finals in 1989, 14 Badlands Circuit Championships, and we don't even know how many times he's been to the circuit finals. So um, I guess our first question would be, how would you... Katie, you, you, you asked the first question.
2: Well, I think JB can just tell us a little bit about his rodeo lifestyle and kind of how he got to where he is today
1: i grew up on a ranch uh my dad rodeoed and we always had good horses that was the main thing and i kind of grew up on the back of a horse roping and uh horses have been a big part of my life and every other time that cowboy but uh, i can remember all the real good ones i've had and my favorites and uh a lot of good experiences with with horses they're they're special to all of us and uh, they're just part of part of the family
2: i think tonight you were having a little practice session with blue and breeze tisa's son and my son and you said something that kind of really resonated you said you know make your practices count have purpose you know have a meaning for your for your roping but i'm sure that didn't come to you when you were 13 years old how did you find that that theory and
1: that statement to follow i don't know when i grew up i I grew up uh we didn't have phones and tv and didn't have much to do and we had to create our own fun and i grew up with my best friends billy gallinow and he's uh one of the best cowboys there is i mean uh, most people know him and we roped every day and we just wanted to be good at it and uh, I, we didn't know any other way and we grew up competing against each other and that kind of gave us the drive and uh, we wanted to be better than the other guy, you know, And we were kind of competitors but best friends and we had a pretty special relationship for a long time and it went on we rodeoed together and then he roped calves and I bulldogged and we roped with other people so we kind of uh, grew apart as our rodeo careers evolved and but we're still best friends and uh yeah we got a pretty special relationship but that's where it all come from me and him competing against each other at a young age and it just we don't know any different uh than to work work and try to get better
2: yeah so that's kind of the story your one relationship did you have a special horse that kind of like that was the one that kind of made you defined you
1: not really one. I mean, uh, the levels of of my roping and career. I just had had a main horse at, at different times, and uh, probably my favorite horse of my life is a horse Ray J. I bought him when he was 13. Uh, he a Nebraska family did all events on him: poles, barrels, breakaway, goat tying, and. They, their son uh, wanted to bulldog, and that's where I seen him at one rodeo. He would, just started to bulldog on him, and uh, I got to talking to him, and uh, I got him bought, and I just seen that that horse really fit me, and he, he I, it was just a great horse. I rode him for eight years and made the short round at Cheyenne on him four times and uh, run 24 steers at Cheyenne. I never run one past the camera pit. I mean, he, and he didn't have a lot of speed, but he was great in the box, and he give you a good start every time. And that's kind of the main thing: you get a good start, and if they run all they can, they're probably fast enough.
0: So 24 stairs at Cheyenne alone. When did you realize, and what you were trying to tell our boys tonight? You know, we got to make this happy and a good place for our horses. The arena, a not wear them out, they gotta kinda want it. Which you probably had to realize at one point, these horses are there for you, and just as much as you're trying to be there for them, but maybe they're more here for us. On your journey, when did you realize these horses really were the ticket?
1: Well, just when you, uh, I mean, some horses, the horses are all different. And like Ray J, I could tell he wanted to... Me and him were just a perfect match. He wanted to please me, and I wanted to please him. And uh, we both made our mistakes. He made a lot less of them than I did. I mean, I rode him at 70 rodeos, and he might make one mistake all year. That's how good he was. And I mean, he wasn't the greatest horse, but he was the best one for me. So um,
0: he was the friend that closed one eye to keep the friend?
1: Yeah, he... <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it was just, yeah, I could get a good start every time. And then he, I mean, you most people want their bulldogging horses to just go straight by and not duck. I wanted, I mean, I would get a hold of the horns and then he would duck left and set my feet just perfect. And it was just, just I made just runs on him that I couldn't have made on any other horse. Just because he set my feet over there.
2: So all these kids that are kind of struggling, they're like right out of the money and... They're trying to go to school and they're like, do I really want to do this roping thing? It's taking all my time, putting a pile of money into it. What are your words for them?
1: Uh, if if that's what you want to do and you've got a passion for it, uh, just put in the time and uh, do, actually work on something. And like, like today, Breeze and Blue, I went out there and I could tell they just rope, rope, rope and they don't really... I mean, they just want to rope to have fun because it's fun for them, and that, that's good to see. But at the same time, they're old enough where, I mean, they if they start working at their roping, they'll get way better at it. And that last pen of steers, I just give them a couple things to work on, and they they did it f- perfect, and they caught every steer of the last pin of steers, and it was it was good to see that they. I mean, and and I know they'll go on and work at it now because they want they want to rope better and they they understand what I was telling them and uh, it was just it was fun for me to see and they're gonna they're gonna go on and get better you know. I,
0: oh, I think anyone you're around JB that they would do that. They're gonna try. So we know on this journey, rodeo or shoot any anything in life there are obstacles and challenges and we have relationships with people and I know you've rodeoed with a lot of people and you've had your challenges how do you think the horses come to play in that they can help with healing and a benefit maybe a benefit in communicating like opening a door to somebody maybe in a conversation like that person struggling they might be being hard on their horse but maybe it's something with them how, how do you think horses have helped your life or opened those doors
1: well just here this year uh, I got a horse that uh, she's really good and talented and uh, I'm almost not good enough to ride her because she's so quick and and I get mad at her when she ducks when I throw she ducks and 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 like I, when I go to practice on her then I I concentrate on my riding and my roping and I fi- I find out it's not her it's me. She's just trying to trying to do things th- really quick at the rodeos cuz that's what I'm telling her to do and then when I practice I realize my mistakes that I'm not riding I'm not telling her good enough what to do at the rodeos and and it, it's it's way more me than her. I I realize that this on her this year and uh, yeah, I get mad at her at the rodeos and then I think like, yeah, I probably didn't ride good. You know, I'm leaning and just throwing and letting, not holding her up like I should be. And so, I mean, you, it's a humbling experience when you oh, an you animal. make a mistake, at a, you like lose your rope and you think your horse ducked off and you're mad at the horse and then you realize You know, I don't think it's the horse. I think it's me. So, I mean, you got to humble yourself and and realize, hey, it's probably not your horse. It's probably mainly you.
0: And maybe that's transferable in relationships
2: in life. I think Katie wanted to touch on that, too. Well, I was just going to say you kind of grew up, not grew up, when you got on the rodeo trail, then you had your boys. um, And when did they start rodeoing? And what was that like just to have your
1: family your boys on the road with you every day it was the funnest thing Uh, I I, I took them with me when they were uh, three and five and it was just it wasn't hard for me to have two kids with me and I just enjoyed every minute of it and they got so much out of it just being around adults and kids and just all types of people and I think they grew up uh, faster and and could relate to grown-ups kids just all types of people just because of they went to a bunch of rodeos and interacted with everybody and it was just special i could turn them loose at the rodeos and everybody there knew them i mean i'd went to a lot of amateur rodeos and and it was just n- uh, neat to be, have community. them be there with me and i think they learned kind of how to rodeo cuz they'd been to a lot of rodeos by the time they started on their own so
2: yeah if you were working at a bank eight to five they went to have the same experience what are they
1: no no i don't i think time is the best thing you can give to your kids uh so that that's i had that to give them and and that's what i chose to do so
0: wow time time to give to your kids that is excellent words of wisdom for anybody out there Same with your horses. I was
1: just
2: going to add. Usually when things go south, if you really look in my, and I'm not a horse trainer by any means, but in my experience with horses is you look back and you realize, you know, you got bucked off because a couple months ago you rushed through that. You skipped that step to get ready for the competition or whatever coming up this week. So I think if we give our horses a little more time, it goes better too.
1: Yeah. uh, Yeah. (laughs) I I just wish I would have knew. A lot of things I know now back when I was younger, because I mean I had I had a lot of good horses that I wasn't cowboy enough to ride them, and uh, it, it was me and not being able to to ride them and get and have them be as good as they could be, and uh, I think if I would have had more knowledge, I I would have had better horses then.
0: Well, that that's evolving in life in that time. <coughs> you get knowledge through time. So, I mean, we can't fault ourselves on that, I would say.
2: And I think the best thing you can do, you help these two boys. Yep. You're going to help, you know, 10 more kids at the next rodeo. You just got to pass on the tradition. That's right. JB, any other words of wisdom for tonight?
1: Uh, I'm sure I'll think of some <laughs> later. <but. Yeah. laughs>
2: so one question that we always ask to, like to ask anybody on our on our show what is your why you know when you're tired in the morning and you've only slept a few hours why do you keep going to the next rodeo or getting on the next horse
1: you know i thought of that this weekend i i thought <laughs> <laughs> we, it was a
2: long weekend wasn't yeah
1: it? <laughs> we went to partial saturday morning drove all the way to lisbon and then we got to drive to bismarck and we had a room there and and we pulled into bismarck i mean i'm tired thirsty hungry and I'm like, this is why people quit rodeo when it it feels like this, but, but, uh, I I loved rodeo. I mean, that's just part of it. You got to deal with. And I mean, rodeo is fun. It's fun to fun when you win and it's fun to figure out why you lose. And, uh, you just got to deal with a lot of, a lot of emotions that you have and control them and. I mean, it's not all, I mean, you're going to get another run if you, no matter how bad you screw up, you know, you learn, learn from it and control your anger and your emotions. And I mean, that's what champions do. They don't show that when they make a mistake, they just ride out win or lose and you can't tell what they're thinking. But I mean, I've struggled with that my whole life and I mean, the more competitive you are, uh, the more you gotta learn to control yourself so
0: so folks we're all gonna get another run that that's what i got time and you're gonna get another run we are gonna close the night with our legend jB lord and we thank everyone for listening and we look forward to next time
2: thank you
1: thank you
0: bye bye